Should we just go straight into it? I think we should. I mean, I just, this is such a prevalent topic for me in life right now. So (gasps) I think we should, I think we should just dive right in. Hopefully it's relevant to everyone or hopefully not. Like maybe this isn't a problem for other people. That would be ideal. Do we have any follow-up? We do have follow-up. Probably our most exciting follow-up is just the Notion templates. And I mean, I'm just thrilled that they exist. I don't know about you. That's just, I'm just thrilled that they're out there in the world now. Yeah. So last episode, we decided because we have three templates that we use ourselves in Notion. It was a travel one, like a goal tracking one. And then it was an annual planning one. And we decided on the last episode to just give them for free to everyone who listened to that episode. And that was really fun. But we actually have a little update on it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just, it was fun to create these because we'd kind of dabbled around with Notion templates before, but we hadn't really created anything this in-depth and this like detailed. So that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But then the update is that we did mention last time that they were going to be for free for listeners. And then now we are able to sell them, which is very cool on Notion for $15. So now they're available on Notion for $15. The travel template is the only one up there right now, but the other templates will be in Notion for sale soon, if not by the time you hear this episode. Yeah. So if you listened to the last episode and you were able to snag it for yourself, uh, but then maybe if you love it and you want to share it with your friends or something, then that's like in the Notion store. You can find it there. And obviously we'll have links to it everywhere. Yeah. And it's very exciting for us because we're such big fans of Notion. Obviously we use it for everything at this point. So to have something that we created be on the Notion, like within the Notion templates, um, I think it's a gallery that they have, but you have to be approved to get in there. It's it's very cool. Like it's just kind of like a, a wow moment for me too of being like, wow, I can't believe that we're in there. Yeah. So that's really fun. We have another fun little follow up, which is, I don't remember what episode we talked about it, but we talked about how I have this automation on my email that automatically flags receipts and invoices And it includes things like travel itineraries and things like that. And we got this really interesting email or tweet initially from Brianne, who was listening, how she has this uh, algorithm or little script she runs to automatically delete all promo emails. And I was so intrigued by that. I actually asked her, I just directly messaged her and I was like, can you please elaborate And she ended up sending us an email that outlined her entire process, which was so cool. And this is a little bit technical. So if, yeah, you have to be a little bit technically comfortable to use this because it's a little script you put into the Gmail backend, but she shared it with us and she very kindly allowed us to share it with all of you. Yeah. So... We're going to be publishing that, uh, or it's already out now as you listen to this. So that is live on our website. You can find it as a blog post that has her instructions and her code. So 
I love that we have that because that's such a cool automation and you know, what a joy to have fewer emails in your email inbox. <laughs> that is something everyone wants. <laughs> what a joy. Yeah. Thank you, Brianne, for sharing, for first of all, like sharing that you had that process. And then of course, being up for sharing it with everyone else. That's so fantastic. And we'll also link to it in the show notes. So you'll be able to get it really easily. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think we all want fewer emails. So whatever we can all do to help each other out in this in this thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I think that your automation is also great. So that's already on the website. I'll put it in the show notes there too. Yeah. And just to elaborate a little on how her automation works, it deletes any marketing email after seven days. So as she put it in like the copy she sent to us, it, um, it like lets it sit in your inbox for a week. So if there's something you get that you actually want to, mm. you know, I, you know, I get like, what is it? Like Amazon daily book recommendations yeah. or whatever. And I get, you know, there are some brands that I really like and I like getting their discounts and, you know, some airlines that have discounts come through because sometimes you actually do want it, even though most promo emails is just super annoying. So <laughs> she actually lets it sit in your inbox for seven days and then it automatically automatically gets deleted. Which I actually think is really clever because a lot of these promotions run out within that time frame anyway. So yeah. a huge shout out to Brianne. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank you for letting us share that with everyone else. That is like double, triple fantastic. So yeah, everyone can look at it. All right. And then actually this also comes from a tweet from our listeners is, um, and we're so excited about this one. So we got another tweet from Brittany this time, and she just dropped in as some episode follow-up, the book Life Admin. And the full title is Life Admin, How I Learned to Do Less, Do Better, and Live More by Elizabeth Emmons. And I saw this book, and then I was like, hmm, maybe I should Wait, how did it go? Did I pick it up first? Yeah, I think so. You definitely, you definitely picked it up first. Mm. And I want to pull the exact episode because I think it was episode 42. Because this was the episode where we were both kind of like, it's crunch time and we're trying to strategize our workloads because we have so much more on now. And this was sort of an episode where we were just talking about the difference of like now we both manage people and we just have like a much higher workload. Of course, this so this episode was released in November. I think we'd recorded it pretty shortly before that. So the end of the year is also crunch time too. And after Mm -hmm. listening to that episode, Brittany sent us this tweet saying, I think you would enjoy the Life Admin book. Mm-hmm. And I think we mentioned it on the following episode. We were like, oh, this was recommended. We haven't read it yet. And then, Habby, you picked it up and mm-hmm. you told me, you essentially like subtly said, like, I'm going to want to talk about this. You need to read it. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, Probably sure. not subtly. <laughs> probably just like, Haley. Probably not. It was probably not subtle. You're probably just like, you, we, you need to read this. And I... <laughs> I actually didn't. I grabbed, I downloaded it and I didn't read it. I don't know. I'm just this slightly aside, but like I haven't been reading a ton of, of self like improvement or like business books at all, but I am now. So anyways, um, so I didn't, I downloaded it and did not start reading it. And then my mom texted me because she had listened to the episode where we talked about this book and she was interested 
in reading it. And so I was like, okay, this is coming at me from all sides. And I also need to get this done. So I essentially did just a little book club with my mom. And then we looped in my sister to be like, is anyone else like, are you interested in reading it? Because my mom, my sister and I will like read the same book sometimes. And they were. So honestly, that's what motivated me to read it. Um, But it was one of those books that like, once you start reading it, it's actually hard to stop for Mm -hmm. me. Because like, first Mm -hmm. of all, it's kind of a shorter book. It's not like a long, it's not like a super long book. But then second of all, it's really actionable. And it's almost like in the beginning of the book, she's like describing what life admin is. And to me personally, I was just like, yes, solve this for me. (laughs) Thank please. Like, like, how can I get to the end of this book faster so you can solve this problem? (laughs) So I don't know. That's So that's how it all came about. So now we have both read it. Um, Me, thanks to a lot of encouragement from other people (laughs) around me. And we want to talk about it. So I guess for listeners, we've talked about this book before, but I don't know if you're someone who reads really fast, if you want to like pause here and read the book before we talk about it. But I don't think that we're going to do spoilers. There's more so like there's a lot of information in this book. So we're just going to talk about what we think about it and the impact that it's had on us, which I think has been pretty great for me. Yeah. And it's, um, it, it reads so fast. It reads so fast. So it's pretty quick. If, if, I mean, if you read pretty quick, like I, I don't know. I don't mean to make people feel bad if they don't read fast, but this is, you know how some books are just such a drag. It's like an effort just to get to the bottom of the page. This book is yeah. not that. It just it flows really nice. And I feel like it's written from a perspective, like what you were saying, from like a normal person who is just yeah. like, oh, there's so much yes. happening. <laughs> and I'm yes. like overwhelmed by it. And it's like, well, how do we actually tackle it? Like, systematically and in a smart way and in a way that is possible for a normal human being which is obviously something that I I like so and I think Elizabeth Emmons the author does such a good job of that in the book and like sharing all the things going on in her life which are plentiful there was a lot going on in her life when she wrote this book and so it just made everything feel it just resonated a lot more with me and it just felt like more real advice. Um, I do want to mention, it's so funny. I was thinking about this this morning, Habby. So this book is called Life Admin. And the first Mm -hmm. time that I heard the term Life Admin was from you, but you (sighs) called it um, Ladmin. Do you remember? We've (laughs) absolutely had this conversation on the podcast before. So for people who've listened for a long time, you might be familiar with that term, but you were like describing it as like Lad. Ladmin. Like not like a good thing. Like, no, I actually think if if like the 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 main thing i took from this book is sorry if we just get straight into it we're not even giving like an overview but like the main thing i took from it is that there's so many different kinds of admin mm-hmm. and actually on that note where it's like negative because some admin is like really intense and really difficult but then other admin is just like you're just like working through a checklist and it's actually really satisfying and Mm -hmm. I think what this book did for me was um like lay that out in a way that I had never thought about before because for Mm me admin was like all the things like like in the book she says you know if a loved one passes away there's like admin in, involved. And because it's such an emotional, challenging time, 
like even a simple thing like an email becomes this really overwhelming and really intense task. And if you're dealing with things like finances, there can be so much on the line that it can be really stressful and really intense. And my perspective of admin was that like this, I mean, it's not like people are dying in my life all the time, thank God. But (laughs) I mean, just like this intensity of the tasks, I feel like that's kind of what I associated with the word admin. It's like all the difficult, and anyone who lives in the UK just knows how like bureaucracy there can be annoying. And you have to call a company three times and be on hold for a half an hour to just have them tell you nothing of any value. So I saw admin as like all these frustrating, like intense and stressful. And you had to like almost take time off work to like attend to them because it was like so intense. But then what, when she was talking about it, it's actually like, oh, remembering someone's birthday is like social admin and buying presents for people is like social admin. And then like getting your travel itineraries organized is admin. And I actually realized there's almost everything I do, you could categorize as admin <laughs> like my entire life. Like I do admin for fun because I do like, oh, yeah, make this travel itinerary like super perfect and share it yeah. with everyone ahead of my trip. And, you know, and like there's... Yeah, it's like, do we have a podcast about admin? <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus. Like there's, there's this side of it that is like so joyful actually. And this like satisfying of like, oh, I get to check this off and I've done this blah, blah, blah. So if, if there's like a baseline of like what I took from this book, it's like, oh, admin is not all bad, <laughs> which I think in my life yeah. was like very therapeutic. And yeah, so I think just going into the conversation, I think that's kind of something that I'm very grateful for, for this book. So thank you, Brittany, for sending it our way that has already actually changed something for me. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Major thanks to Brittany for that. Um, that resonates. That resonates so much. I think for me, it was, and like we talk about this a lot, but there's so much power in giving clear and shared words and terms and defining things in life. And like we've talked about that a lot when it comes to the Enneagram where Mm -hmm. it's really useful to know these things about yourself and to have shared words and like shortcuts you can use with people that you work with closely for shared understanding. And it allows you to move faster. It allows like conversations to progress better. I feel like this book gave me that for admin. Like it gave me the definitions and it just gave me so much more of an understanding of what complete admin is. And I think, I don't know, I wish I had like written down like what my opinion of of admin was before to have like a better picture. Oh, yeah. Versus like what it is now. I just feel like I have such a better, clear picture of all the different things that are admin now. And it's been so useful. Like I... I think initially when I was reading the book, I was like, I do all of this for the family. Like I was like, I do all our admin. And I started reading more and I was like, oh no, there's actually a lot of admin that my husband does that I didn't categorize as admin. And so it actually like really helped me actually appreciate him more for the things that he does for the kind of admin that he takes on that I don't have to take on because I categorized it also as admin instead of, I don't know what I was categorizing it as before of just like, this is his task and this is my task. So 
that was super, super helpful. I just feel like I have such a more clear picture of it. And it's, it's funny because, um, like, because I read this with my mom and my sister, we can all have, we all have shared understandings of admin as well. So we can be talking about things that are going on and be like, oh, that's some admin that you need to do. And just naming it and saying like, this Mm. is admin and I'm going to have to do this thing that might be challenging or it might be difficult. It might be emotional has been really useful to me. So yeah, I feel like that's maybe one of the bigger things I took from the book is just this bigger picture of admin. Yeah, I I think that's actually so sweet and nice because the book actually covers pretty well how admin is almost definitionally invisible because it's so personal. Like Mm. who else logs into your bank account? Like no, like maybe your husband, maybe your husband even doesn't do that. Like it's your thing to do that. And like, it's, it's private. Like my calendar, that is my religion. Actually, (laughs) no one else sees my calendar. I have shared calendar with you and with some other people, but no one in the world has my calendar except I do. Like my calendar is a private and it's actually pretty intimate because it's literally like, how am I spending every minute of my day? And so it is really easy for that to be invisible, like both for other people to see all the work you're doing, but also for, which is what your experience was. It's like, it helped you actually surface it, not for yourself, but for someone else. And what I loved about it as well is that it just exactly like it gave language and framing for even things that I have like found tricky, but like didn't even realize like perfect example is going to the grocery store. It's not admin deciding because it's like an errand, but deciding what to get from the grocery store is actually admin because someone has to keep track of what's in the fridge, what like the rotation of the items in the fridge. Like it sucks to not have milk and you like milk in your coffee, like little things like that. Like who is actually keeping track of that? And what's the system to make sure there's just always milk in the fridge? Like someone in every house, someone is keeping track of that. And is that you or is that your partner um, who actually runs it? And Mm -hmm. it can bounce between, but I feel like at a given point, like someone is kind of more in charge of all these things. And for me, because I I used to, back in London, I used to do my like meals where I would like order in for like a week or two at a time. And it took like one or two hours because I would have to like decide what I wanted to have and look at my calendar. I'm like, when am I going to be home? And do I need breakfast option? Do I need dinner up? You know, all this little like no one yeah. talks about that work because it's just like people do it all the time and they often do it on the run. And, you know, but some, like my least favorite thing in the world is walking into a supermarket at like 6 PM. That's <laughs> like my least favorite thing in the world. I just prefer to already know what's for, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it, it, this book doesn't just talk about like going to the supermarket or planning your meals, but it's just such a perfect example because by recognizing that, oh, deciding your future meals is an administrative task. And then like going to the grocery store is actually the easy part because you just follow the list that someone put together for you. Yeah. It's so useful to have that delineation. It's just got a bunch of little nuggets. 
yeah, it just got a bunch of little nuggets like that. And like how, like if you're moving, like there's all these emotions attached to it. And like, even just finding like an insurance company can take like three hours, but like no one sees the three hours you spent on like looking at insurance, you know? Anyway, I found it really like exactly what you said, like it just gave framing and it gave language to like a bunch of tiny little frustrations. Mm -hmm. I think it was just so insightful as well because she does interviews with people about admin and she shares like their take on admin or how how admin's going in their lives as well. And so that was, I, I actually really loved all of those interviews and just hearing from other people who some of them were similar to me and others weren't, but of just like, what is their setup? One of them that I found that is just stuck with me. And you know, sometimes a story just sticks with you and you're like, I'm never going to forget this. And this is really, um, on my mind because I move every couple of years is she talked about in the book, how admin is sticky. So like the first person who ever does something it generally sticks to that person. So like if I set up the water and sewage at this house, which I did, I have the logins, even if I put them in a shared place, like I'm probably the one who's in charge of like the water bill and making sure that's all going on because I set it up. And right. she talks about how sometimes people are like, oh, just just do this thing. Like just, so a good example is like, we needed someone to come mow our lawn while we were going to be away. And it's like, oh, just just find someone to mow the lawn. But it's like, that's not the task actually, because then you have to coordinate with that person. And then if that person is running late or if they can't get into your backyard for some reason or something else is going on, like you need to be able to, there's additional admin that comes with being the primary point of contact for outsourcing. So I really liked what she talked about with outsourcing. And it is just so it's just so relevant to me because we move so often. So now I'm really conscious of like, okay, how do we evenly split if we're if we're setting up different accounts, but then also if we're outsourcing stuff around the house so that it's evenly split because you know it's sticky. It's not just like, oh, I'm you know pretty good at this stuff, so I will go ahead and do all of it, but then it's all stuck to me so I won't be able to pass it on very easily. It's a little easier to like know ahead of time and say, no, you call them. And yeah. like that will live in your territory. And we're both acknowledging that. It's not me like passing it off and being like, haha, I don't have to do this one because you didn't read the admin book. More, <laughs> so of like, like, more so of like, hey, this is going to end up being multiple calls and emails and whatever. And I don't feel like I have the bandwidth for it. Do you? Okay. And I don't know what to tell them. So I would just be on the phone with you. So can you just take this one? And then like just being on the same page about that. I don't know. It was so, it was so eye-opening to me. And it's just something I know I'm going to keep for the rest of my life. Yeah. No, she's so Elizabeth. Like, I mean, she's so good at exactly this thing, just like crystallizing things that seem so small and insequential, but they can be so frustrating. And like, like if you're in back-to-back meetings all day, it doesn't matter how many times the gardener calls or whatever, like you can't actually deal with it. And just yeah, having the Exactly. Like having the language to be like, what's a reasonable assessment here? Like, you know, what makes sense? Yeah. It's, it also just helped me also, I actually just moved. I don't think we've talked about that on the show. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, So that was fun. Thank you. Um, And (laughs) there's a lot of admin associated with that. And it's just, it's so helpful because even if I'm doing some of it or a lot of it, I, I like, like, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this part. And then like, 
you know, it's like it get, it gets split in this just knowing that like, oh, at least I'm like, I'm putting in this work. And then like, I don't know, it yeah. just, it's just gratifying almost. Like literally this week I've been doing some admin stuff for the house and I was like, okay, I'm working on the house. Like I might not be painting the walls because <laughs> I shouldn't be trusted with that. <laughs> but like Same though. <laughs> but I'm doing my part in it also. You know what I mean? So it's... Um, yeah. It's like you are still doing work. It's just like exactly what mm-hmm. she talks about in the book of like it's invisible work because people aren't going to come over to your house and be like, have you sent so many emails for this to be realistic? <laughs> have you was on the phone for so many hours for this home to be theirs? That's so beautiful. Like no one's going to see that. They're going to be like, wow, look at those walls and that fresh paint and like your floors look so good. And so it's just so much more. And like, who wants to talk about that? Like who wants? No one. Wants, like even I don't want to talk about that. Oh no, I no, I don't want to talk. Although we do talk about this a lot, but like, I'm sure people don't want to talk about this. So the invisible, just knowing, hey, admin is often invisible work, but it's still work. It's like, yeah, it's like sure. oh, look at all these other houses I looked at that aren't this house. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like all the notes you have from those houses and all the time that you spent invested in mm-hmm. looking at those houses, like, yeah, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not visible. And so that's what can be so frustrating. But I really love that you've reframed that because I think it's so easy and I've done this of being in that situation and being like, wow, I'm not helping enough or I'm not doing my share and like beating yourself up, which is not good for Mm -hmm. you, right? Like mentally or emotionally. Um, And to instead reframe it and be like, no, the work that I'm doing is work too. And like, hey, we're just splitting this and being conscious about the fact that this is being split in a certain way. It's just so much healthier and it's so much easier than to have conversations and say, hey, I'm going to take this on because I'm really good at bothering people via the phone Whereas like, I have no idea what to do if the gutter is leaking. So can you please take on the gutter thing and I'll do the other part of it. <laughs> Literally examples from yesterday in my admin life. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm having very similar uh, <laughs> admin <laughs> journeys. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this sounds like a, not my category kind of problem. That's my favorite problem. It's like, oh, this is on not my plate. <laughs> <laughs> that it's is my favorite plate. <laughs> <laughs> not your plate. <laughs> That's like stolen food is always better. We say that about like my daughter because she's two oh. and she'll like take stuff <laughs> off of our plate. And we're like, oh, it's so much better because it's stolen like someone else's plate. <laughs> yeah, especially French fries. Stolen yeah. French fries are like the best exactly. ones. <laughs> no, so yeah, I actually think this has been such a... I feel like this is on par with like the Enneagram in terms yes. of like surfacing, like good and bad, because I feel like that there are still admin tasks that I find really stressful. And now I even have it to be like, all right, let me sit down and let me look this stressful situation in the eye and we're going to get through. Like, I, I feel like I have like, all right, let's get booted up. For, this is what you do in your sports with fighting uh-huh. people. But I do this yeah. with like scary admin. I'm like, all right, let me, you know, take a deep breath. And then, um, yeah. So as we're, like, we're setting up this like new house, there's all the bills. This is literally what I've been doing is like, all right, the mortgage, the insurance, the different kinds of insurance, the car insurance, like, it's just good to have it all in there. You know, the internet, like just, let's just get a number. Like what's the actual 
amount that needs to get paid every month or every year yeah. or whatever it is. Just because then you do that once and then you know for all the other months and then it's not stressful. So I think like it also helped just being like, okay, by tackling it directly, you can actually see, you can make it not stressful. That's my favorite thing. I love when things are not stressful. That's my, that's yeah. my biggest joy in the world. I like that a lot too. I think the other thing is there's something about the fact that she, there's something about the fact, I don't know. It was this reframe for me of like, yeah, admin is, is really hard and it can take a really long amount of time and it can be a process and you, like people have to plow through. And I'm thinking of like healthcare in the US. This is something I did not have to deal with before I moved here. But now that I moved here and I live here, I do have to deal with like more medical admin here in the US. And I'm dealing with some of it this week. And it was, it has been so annoying, but also I've been in such a different, I think I used to approach this stuff with just like just get it done. Why aren't you just getting it done? This is such a simple task. Uh, like just my internal monologue, I think was just, just complete it. Why aren't you completing it? This is something so easy. And it has been so helpful for me this week to know when all of this admin stuff is going on, like, okay, this is happening. It's going to be a big event. I have to now do all of this stuff with documentation. I'm going to start like writing down notes of everyone's phone number and contact info to make sure everyone has everything they need from me. And I think just going into it with a different state of mind of like, this is a marathon versus going into it and being like, I just want to complete this. And like, I don't know why I'm not already at the end has been really healthy for me also. So I think that that's like what you're talking about, like getting into the right state of mind for admin isn't even something I realized that I needed to do before reading about it in this book. Yeah. Yeah. I just found like what I said in the beginning, like the, the, the acknowledgement of some of it is incredibly stressful because for some of it, there's a lot of money on the line or there's like health stuff on the line or yeah. there's like kids getting into school or like family difficult times type of situation. Like some of it is really hard and yeah, you can't get to the bottom of it just by like working super hard on it for two hours. Like it's a process, <laughs> not a check mark type of thing. And like, and then because... That's kind of what I saw it as. But then I feel like it also opened my eye to the other side of it is that it, there's like joy to it and there can yeah. be, but, and what you said earlier about the stickiness, I feel like my work in particular, that's so true for work, even though I would not necessarily mm. call it like work admin, but I feel like there are admin tasks at work also. So there's just some projects and they like you take them on at some point because of whatever and getting them off your plate is so extremely difficult because you're just the default contact person and then people start to associate you with that project and then you're the point of contact and then you're the one who knows all the other information and it becomes impossible to like pass things over yeah yeah and it's sticky it's sticky it's so sticky and like oh she just phrases it in like the perfect catchy way where it makes so much sense oh so grateful for this book I'm very I'm very grateful I loved the section she goes through like the different personalities of admin but then she goes through like that's interesting and we can talk about that too if you want to heavy but then there's also the admin like strategies by personality like what are the things that this person is doing um 
And there's one section, I highlighted it, that I really liked that I wanted to mention because I think it's, this is another one that it's like, oh, okay, some people deflect admin or are are, are good at deflecting admin. I think I'm not good at deflecting admin. Like, I think <laughs> no, it comes at me <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I'll take this on because I'm good at it and because I'm going to feel helpful, mm-hmm. which is like, Enneagram, I'm like a two wing on the three. And then also because I get to feel a sense of accomplishment after getting it done, which is like the Enneagram three. So like, it's like the worst combo for me when someone is like throwing admin at me, every part of my body wants to be like, sure, I'll take this on. I can do it. I can do it. I'm going to be so helpful and it's going to be fantastic. And so that's one that I'm like, just very conscious of that I need to work on. And she has this quote in the book. I'm just going to read it. It says, It's like the famous parable credited to Jack Warner of Warner Brothers about managing people at work. It goes something like this. Every person who comes into your office arrives with a monkey. If you let him, he will leave it on your desk. But you're the zookeeper. Your job is to keep the place clean. When the person leaves, make sure he takes his monkey with him. Otherwise, at the end of the day, you'll just have a screaming, jumping troop of monkeys and monkeys it all over the place. (laughs) Perfect. it's such a good example of like, you can't yeah. take everybody's monkey. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's just so helpful to, it's very helpful to reframe it that way. Yeah. And it's, there's, there's a similar, and it's not from the book, but something I've been trying to remember. This is actually more of like, a, have seen this in like feminist context. It's like, don't volunteer to take notes at meetings. Like, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but like, if you're the one taking notes, you're not the one contributing to the meeting. Like, mm-hmm. so it's also like this, oh, I'll volunteer is actually yeah. almost never a good instinct. Like, just wait for people to ask if you can take something on. But it's so hard <laughs> because I feel like I have this personality also. I'm like, oh, I know I could do it. But then you end up having too many balls in the air. And that that's when you get the overwhelmed feeling because you're just... Yeah. You have too many monkeys in your office. Make sure everyone leaves with their monkey. <laughs> yeah, there's a, I think it's a Polish like a statement. I don't know if you've heard this one. It's not from the book either. Um, it says, not my circus, not my monkeys. Yes, I have heard so, that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like when someone is trying to like bring you their problem, you're just like, it's not my problem. Like I can't, I'm actually not the correct person to solve this problem. Like I, I can't take this on because I'm not the right person to do it. You know, it's very helpful sometimes to remember. It's useful to go through the exercise of just being able to get to that place and be like, I am not the correct person for this task. Instead of like, I can take anything on and I absolutely could learn to do this, even if I don't have the time or bandwidth or energy or (laughs) desire to like, then don't, you know, then don't do it. So (laughs) Some good lessons. Yeah. What were the other, like, because there's the person who knows how to deflect it. What were the other ones? Do you have that up there? Oh, these were just like, these were strategies for each of the strategies for each of the personality tests for like each of the types of personalities. Um, but I, I can say the, what are the admin personalities too, just to list them out for people. Yeah, I think we should. Okay. So there's, there's four personalities and the the like basic difference is between if they do admin or if they don't do admin. And then the other side of that is do they feel good while they're doing admin or do they feel bad while they're doing admin? 
So yeah, it's like it's a like, matrix it's, type it's of a thing. matrix. So if you are doing admin and you feel good, you're a super doer. If you are not doing admin and you still feel good, you're an admin denier. And then if you are you are doing admin, but you feel bad about it, you're a reluctant doer. And if you're not doing admin and you also feel bad about it, you're an admin avoider. So the four are super doer, reluctant doer, admin denier, and admin avoider. And I just also found this so helpful to have language. And then just to be able to categorize people in my life a little bit of like, oh, I think that this person is possibly an avoider and that's what's going on here. (laughs) Yeah. And I think also we go through different stages of life, I think. Um, Oh, for sure. She also talks about how you feel differently about different admin. Like it's not like, oh, you're in one category and this is your category for life. Like you could go between them. You can kind of go Mm -hmm. on a range. Like I think, I don't know, do you want to talk about our personalities? Because I have a, a couple of thoughts. Well, let's get to that in a second. I just think there's like, because there's different types of admin, I think we are different personalities within different contexts. I feel like, because I feel like in like a work context, I am like a super admin person because I like when everything is in the correct place and I love setting all the projects to be in. I've done a lot of project management and like writing up tasks for other people for like 10 years now. So I'm used to keeping track of like, not just my work, but also other people's works and stuff like that. Um, But then when it comes to some own admin, I feel like, well, I've never felt good about not doing stuff, but I have like not been able to do stuff. I've also reluctantly done, I feel like I've been in all three, but then there is some admin that I feel good about and I like getting it done. But I feel like for my own personal admin is... Because I think it's more emotional when it's your personal, like work stuff is easier because it's like the stakes are just so different. Obviously, if you do a bad job, you're in trouble, but the stakes are just so different because especially if you're employed, you're just going to get paid anyway. And you know, things. You have like dedicated time set aside every day to do your job. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> your job. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's a great, great, great point. Yeah. So it's a little <laughs> different. It's interesting. There's someone that I follow on Twitter. Um, her name is Marissa. I think it's Goldberg. I always mess up her last name, but she, she wrote, I'm going to f- have to find the original tweet, but she wrote to me at one point when we were talking about admin that she, or I've seen her write somewhere. I don't remember that she sets aside time every day that is just admin dedicated to doing admin, life admin. And I thought that was really smart. I've actually tried to do that a little bit of like, okay, here are the admin tasks. I can't schedule them all for one day. That's not realistic. I'm going to spread them out and then I'm going to try to spend 30 minutes every day this week doing this kind of admin. Does that work for you? Some of it is working right now. Yeah, it's just because it's like otherwise... Literally, when is there time? I don't know. I think it's because I have a particularly heavy admin season right now, just with a couple of things. And once they peter out, I think it will be more normal. But right now I have a lot of like little admin tasks on my list and I don't feel like I have time. So if I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do these like every day for 30 minutes, I've been making good progress on them. So that's- I feel like what happens, I, I swear to God, when I was back in London, I used to take a day- every month where I just did admin. Yeah. Like that's smart. just a day. But then I think that is actually not frequent enough. 
And mm. I have tried to schedule an admin, but it's so hard because then something, anything comes up. And what are you going to be like? Oh no, sorry. It's my admin time. Like people <laughs> are going to laugh at you. Like no one is going to take that seriously, which I think is another interesting thing. But then, because it's invisible. People are like, what? Well, you're doing your admin? Like no one, no one cares about your admin. Yeah. So what I, I actually struggle with like scheduling. There's some admin tasks I really want to get through like this month or next month. And I'm literally being like, what do I, how do I even fit them in? And then what I really liked from the book is she does these admin study halls. Do you remember I love that? those. Yeah. My sister and I have talked about doing them together. Oh, I would be interested in that. I love that idea because then it's like, well, I'm not just on my own doing my admin. I'm like, oh, actually I'm doing a call with Haley, you know, like like I could categorize it in a different way. And then suddenly it becomes a real thing. So I think we should set up admin study halls 1000%. I think we should do that. That would be so cool because then I could just be like, oh no, I'm busy. That's my favorite sentence. (laughs) Like (laughs) no to things because I actually have other stuff doing, you know? Yeah. I've actually done, I haven't done admin study hall, but I had, I was on the phone with my sister and we were going through, we, we had some shared admin that we were doing together. And I was like, I just need to get this done. Can you please just sit on the phone with me for five minutes while I finish it? Just, you know, when stuff is just like, I just need five minutes to do it and I need someone to hold me accountable. And so she was just holding me accountable to doing this like, you know, seemingly small thing, but that it actually was just taking me so long. This literally happened the minute before we started this recording. (laughs) (laughs) I had to arrange for like a delivery of furniture into this place. (laughs) Just being Admin is everywhere. Admin is everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's like, as soon as things, and there's such different types, I have this, this is not, Haley, we need language for this thing because there's currently a lack of language for it. It is because thankfully, thankfully COVID, I feel like kind of made everyone become a little bit slower to reply and like remove a lot of the urgency from especially chats and stuff like that. Mm. However, I think there should be a shared understanding. If you're organizing logistics, there needs to be a quick back and forth. Oh, like it should just be like a quick, we're both online at the same time for five minutes to figure this out. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm arranging for a delivery. Uh, I need to talk to the place where this furniture piece is coming from. We need to talk to the driver. And then it's like, all right, let's make sure all the thing is in motion. And now it's done. Another example is like, okay, we're going to go for lunch next week in my dreams because we live in a different country from each other. We're very far away now, but we went for lunch <laughs> last week. <laughs> you know, that was so fun. Um, and it's like, until we have a time and a place, the conversation is not just going to die out and it's going to take four days to decide that we're going to have lunch on Tuesday, you know? Yeah. I don't think I'm good at this. So I feel like I can't assign a language. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like, but actually... See, this is, I think this, I feel like this is what I mean. I'm missing the language to say like, if it's like, okay, here's a quick turnaround type of thing. We're just committing to lunch next Tuesday. We've decided that. And now it's just about getting like the time and the place into the calendar. Like that's not the time to let the conversation go cold because now what you've asked of me is to like 
hold an invisible place in my calendar for something that is unconfirmed. And then if something else gets booked in that time, now I'm the bad guy because I didn't just hold in my mind this invisible time (laughs) slot available. I think that maybe the wording is like, we need people to like, hey, you need to be online for a while while we figure this out. Is that it? No, I just, I just feel like if someone is planning logistics and you've committed to, like, you're now a part of this, like, we are planning this. Like, what I was doing literally before this call is like, the dining room table is arriving this evening. <laughs> like, no one in that whole operation can be left hanging. Like the driver needs to know where they're going. The person, like I can't go cold because I'm on a recording for three hours until all of this is sorted, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know what the word is. I I can, I can noodle on this. We can, cause I, there's something, there's like something going on, but I don't know what the word is yet. Well, it's shaping, it's taking shape in my mind, but I don't have anything yet. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just flagging this as a, as a gap. (laughs) in this shared vocabulary, you know. Yeah, bring your requests to the people. Let's solve this as a group. (laughs) Solve this as a group. It's like, all right, we're doing logistics. Let's not get offline till like all, it's just happening. You know what I mean? I think there's like an element of like synchron being like synchronized. Synchronized isn't like the perfect word, but like being in sync, being, there's something about like being in sync or being online to like until something is actually fully complete. Yeah. Oh, it's we like should, you're dealing we with people who are, <laughs> who are like not completing requests or not completing plans or logistics. Yeah, and it's and fine. Like, like it's fine if, admin. if there's like, see, this is why it's so nuanced because if you just sent an email to someone and be like, hey, I'm proposing this meeting time, like, I haven't agreed to be in the quick back and forth with working out the logistics. But but if you agree to be in the like, all right, now we're getting all this stuff figured out, you can't just let it die out. That's Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not framing it in the perfect way. We need Elizabeth maybe we should just call Elizabeth and be like, hey, can you write a book too? <laughs> and include this. I'm sure there's tons of follow-up, honestly. Like genuinely, I feel oh. like she probably has like a million stories and more strategies. Mm-hmm. I will always take more life admin strategies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But did, what, did you want to say something else? I feel like I got too caught up in this, like, need to identify this missing language piece that we have with working out logistics. No, I think, I mean, I think this just, this book is a game changer. Highly recommend reading it. And just so grateful that Brittany sent it to us. So grateful that you picked it up and then that my mom picked it up. And then that I was eventually sort of like ended up reading it because I think it was worth it. This feels like one too, that I will probably reread in the future just to make sure I'm like fully up to date on like my strategies and all the terms and stuff. Um, yeah, or like reference my notes frequently for this one. This just feels like one of those. It's it's really high up there in the list of books that I would recommend to people as well who feel like they struggle with this. Yeah, it's like, so. it's so actionable and it's so approachable. It's like, she, yeah. she's not talking about some, you know how some books are like, let's imagine you're the CEO of a, 
40 million dollar business and you've got a thousand you know or something and you're like mm, yeah I don't actually really know what that's like like at all <laughs> this is just like a normal person who like is just moving and dealing with life things yeah so powerful to have it come from someone that is so relatable did you have a secret life admin session for us to do? Because I see that as a bullet point in our show notes. Yes. It's it's like a almost like a quick fire. And I want to hear what you have to say, but I would also love comments on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so I feel like everything you see and hear and read has this like, oh, sometimes writing things out on paper can really help clarify your thinking. So that's kind of how she starts doing things. However, there's, um, it doesn't work for everyone. And the, t- the title of the section is called Forms of Pleasure and the Pleasure of Forms. <laughs> so some people find it really satisfying to like write things out in a journal and it's like really nice. And so she says like, oh, so the solution to everyone's problems is just like buy a paper journal. And I feel like, all of us relate to this. I mean, anyone who would listen to the show <laughs> probably relates <laughs> to this, like going into a stationery shop and wanting to buy like a beautiful journal. But that isn't necessarily the solution to all of our problems, even though that would obviously be amazing. But what she's saying, and this is, comes from this side of joy where like there isn't all admin isn't just like this panic state of headaches and stress and like potential US healthcare system, medical bills and things like that. And so she says it's really helpful to identify what are our individual admin pleasures Mm. and to take, this is what she calls it, admin pleasure inventory. So like, what do you take pleasure? I know you, for example, love to check things off. That is like Mm -hmm. your highest form of like admin (laughs) joys. And so she has this list that goes through like, all right, so that's your favorite. Or I mean, would you agree that it's your favorite? I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then it's like, (laughs) do you prefer to do it on paper or do you prefer to do it on a screen? Or like she has all these, like, I'm going to run through a couple of these, but I want us to talk them through. So do you prefer like the high tech option with like a to-do list and it's all synced on your phone and your Alexa and all, all your everything? Or do you prefer a low tech, which is just like a piece of paper and you just write like a beautiful tech check mark? And then she has another one with like beauty versus efficiency. And she has other one of those. And I just want to go through all of them with you. Oh, oh my gosh. Let's do it. This is going to be so fun. This is one that people listening can also do alongside us. Yeah, so let's probably just copy paste this to the website in one way or another, and then people can like easily find them. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven of them. So just so people have something in their minds. So first one is the one we just said, which is high tech versus low tech. And I'm going to ask you first. Okay. (laughs) Is the question just high tech versus low tech? Yeah, like, do you prefer to do all your admin, like, low-tech on paper, or do you prefer, like, apps and automation and all that stuff? Why do we start with the hardest one? Um, 
I actually feel very torn on this. I'm not going to lie because I feel like I go to high tech because I think it will be more productive. But then when stuff is happening, I always default to low tech. Like yesterday when the doctor's office called and they needed more stuff from me, I was immediately pulling out sticky notes and writing it. So I think that I prefer low tech or I want to prefer low tech, but that it just is more efficient for me to do high tech. So I, I, this is a terrible first answer because I don't have a full answer. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> um, see, I, um, this moment in my life is just an interesting time to have this conversation because this winter has been the worst. Let's just put it that way. We don't have to get into why, but it's just not been very fun. And I feel like now things are becoming more fun again. I just took this great trip to Nashville to see Haley and do other things. And so I just come back and I've moved into this new place. And so I just feel like I'm in like a new dawn, which is great. And so what happens then? <laughs> a bunch of admin <laughs> because you actually have to, like I have to set up essentially the rest of our work year, like the summer and through the fall and the fall is our busiest time. So I'm very busy with like not doing work but like planning work and setting up checklists like not just for myself but for our team and planning things I actually love this this is almost like a new year's type of time of year for me and then I have it also at Mm. home because I'm like moving so there's like a lot of planning happening so I just have to-do lists freaking everywhere I have them online and I have them on paper and I feel the same as you it's like when something becomes really overwhelming I reach for a pen and paper yeah, But then this always happens is it doesn't scale and you no. can't sort it. This is what I hate about paper. Or like categorize it. Yeah, because you just, oh, this is what I do. I just do like a brain dump where I'm just like, oh, here's all this stuff that's like top of mind. Let me just write it all down. But then if like you can't just be like, oh, here's all the work tasks and here's all the house tasks because you don't write them out or like at least I don't write them out in like a, structured way necessarily so I end up using high tack most of the time but yeah. I also use low tack a lot so yeah I'm kind of like you this is an unsatisfying answer but I kind of just use both I think that we're both like this I think that we both maybe prefer low tech and you can see this in like we both really appreciate like journals or really high quality mm-hmm. paper or like beautiful paper products like you got me this beautiful gift that's like a it's a low tech it's like a paper planner for your week which and we were both so obsessed with it we're like it's so gorgeous but then we kind of almost like have to use high tech in some cases yeah. I don't know yeah this is that was a hard one okay high tech versus low tech is the first one <laughs> these are all really fun by the way the next one I find really interesting is she actually has a little sentence with each one so I might just read the whole sentence just so we have the correct context The next one is beauty versus efficiency. And the sentence is, do you prefer to do admin beautifully or efficiently when you can't have both? (laughs) Oh, easy. This is such an easy one for me. Efficiently. (laughs) Done. I feel like that's definitely you. (laughs) There's no question about this at all. (laughs) Abby, (laughs) your turn. I I am not on that side. <laughs> I feel like even when I'm really stressed and I have a lot of stuff going on, this literally happened to me last 
in a meeting that happened today. That was a continuation of a meeting we had yesterday, but because everyone was so booked, we had to cut the meeting short and we took the second half of the meeting online because my boss ended up having to go out of the country for a conference. So, and then, so we're in this meeting that we didn't have time to complete yesterday because like everyone's been traveling and stuff. And I am like at the meeting, this literally happened today. I was like, actually, we need to hold the meeting. These notes make no sense to me. Let me just make them a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I was going to say, I mean, I had a pretty good idea of where you were on this scale. (laughs) I like, no matter the urgency, I am like, this doesn't look good. This is not going out. (laughs) This is definitely where we will butt into each other of me being like, just get it out. And you being like, no, it needs to look better. I think it's a healthy tension, honestly. I'm glad that we're not both on one side or the other. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I couldn't work with someone who was even more like that than me because then I'd be like, oh Jesus Christ, it's so tedious. (laughs) (laughs) No tolerance even for yourself. (laughs) No, I would have, I have noticed this about myself because yeah, Anyway, all right, let's go to the next one. I think this one is actually a really good one also. Prompt versus thorough. Do you like to deal with something immediately or wait till you can do it thoroughly? Um, I think I used to try and do stuff immediately, but it got me in trouble because I wasn't doing it thoroughly. So now I do it thoroughly. I like, (laughs) I I think I wait sometimes now until I know I have more time to do it properly because I've gotten myself into trouble of like not doing things properly because I'm trying to do them too fast. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) Yes. I feel like I would have loved to ask like a 22 year old Haley this question. Oh, it would have been prompt. I mean, definitely it would have been prompt. (laughs) I feel like I'm so, again, so on the other side of things. If, if I know I can't just fully get it done I don't even touch it. I, I don't even touch it. So I do thoroughly. Yeah. Wait, so we're on the same side of this. <laughs> yeah, now we are because you've come now to my are. side. <laughs> <laughs> Your side. Okay. <laughs> okay. So marathons versus short sprints is the next one. And the question is, do you prefer to tackle a massive pile of admin in one go or do you prefer to limit admin doing to brief bursts? I feel like we actually tackled this a little bit earlier. Yeah, we did. I think the thing is, well, okay, marathons versus short sprints. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that I would prefer it if I could do it in a marathon. And I have okay. done that in the past. But I it's not realistic for my life to be able to do massive piles of admin in one go. Like I feel like when I went on sabbatical last summer, I actually reflecting on that was like, wow, I tackled a lot of admin. Like I kind of used that as an opportunity to do all of this massive admin and it was amazing. But I don't feel like that's a strategy I can actually use in my life. Like it's just not realistic for me to be able to do marathons regularly. So I think I think I do short sprints. I would rather if I had time to do marathons because then I just feel like you get more done and like your systems are all optimized because you have time to like think about things fully all the way through and like have everything documented in one place. But I think I, I do currently do short sprints. This is another like unsatisfying answer. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think it's good. It's What about you? I'm definitely like a marathon person. Yeah. But like it gets me into trouble because then if I don't have time for a marathon, I just don't do it or like I struggle to do it. 
So then I'm like an avoidant or reluctant doer. I hate mm. starting like not in what is my perceived right place and just starting somewhere and just checking something off in the middle. And I don't have the full scope of it kind of. But I also yeah. think like you, this is why I, I struggle to also be like, well, when do I do it? Because what am I going to take time off work to do admin? That doesn't make any sense. But then I also <laughs> thought like, what am I going to do it on my lunch break? That is also just so depressing. I want to die. Um, but so, but yeah, maybe something like an admin study hall for like one hour a week or something would be enough. Like, I feel like I don't actually have a good strategy at the moment for this. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay. I feel like we have to do study hall. Cause I feel like I'm doing, sh I feel like, I think the thing is we probably both prefer marathons, but like mm -hmm. when you don't have the option for marathons, you just pause until you have the option for marathons. But <laughs> yeah, then I move to strategy. doing short sprints because I'm like, I still need to be moving forward here. Yeah. So yeah, study halls. We can do study halls. Study halls. That's the solution to everything. Uh, the next one is interesting in that context, which is collaborative versus solo and the question is do you like the idea of doing admin with other people collaborating and working side by side or would you prefer to do everything by yourself I don't know <laughs> I think I think I tend to I think I prefer to do it alone because I want to like go through my rhythms and like I don't know yeah. I think I prefer to do it alone what about you yeah, I actually have noticed that I prefer doing admin at home because yeah. I don't like the idea of people like seeing my computer screen when I'm at work or doing it at a public Wi-Fi at something like a coffee shop. Like I just find that it just doesn't feel right to me. I know it's fine, but it just still doesn't feel right to me. Um, and then I think it's because this intimate factor, it just feels really personal sometimes, some of the things you're doing. Um and then I prefer yeah. to do it when no one else is home. <laughs> like I don't actually really yeah. like, unless it's like satisfying admin. So one of the things I've been working on is like some budget stuff, which is just like a real big operation. And I actually really like just doing those in the evenings, you know, just chilling because it was pretty easy because I was just categorizing a bunch of stuff. So, but when it's like menial tasks, I don't mind doing around people, but like, when I'm kind of, because a lot of times you have to figure something out. You have to be like, oh, yeah. I have to call this person. Or you have to be like, oh, I don't actually know what's the best way forward with this. I prefer to do that by myself, I think. I Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I was like, I'm not sure. Because sometimes it's nice to like sit with other people, but you're right. And I feel like I do default to being alone. Like I just want to huddle up. No one look at me. I'm going to have like tea and I'm just going to do admin. <laughs> this is like the ideal situation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got two more. Okay. Um, they, these ones are a little bit more complicated, so we might also not have good answers to those, but I still think it's interesting. The next one is negotiating versus knowing. Do you, here's the question, do you like to haggle or negotiate over the prospects you face or do you prefer to know the options clearly up front? So I think what they're saying mm. or she's saying here is like, would you research and find all the facts and then tackle it? Or would you just guess and kind of work through it? I don't know. This is like, a bit or of is a it like, one. or is it like, cause like we, when we got a car, there was some like negotiating involved with like the price of the car. Is it like, 
like financial negotiation as well? Um, possibly. Mm. I think for me, I will just go ahead and say I prefer knowing. I don't really, yeah. I don't really like going into stuff and negotiating. I found out recently, we were talking about this. I found mm-hmm. out recently that like sometimes your medical bills in the U.S. are negotiable. Like you can call them oh, yeah. and ask for it to be less and they will just make it less. Like what? I was reading about this and I was like, this is wild. And I don't, I don't like that. I prefer to have all of the information and have it be accurate and not have to, like, I really don't like questioning things. I would rather just know that this is the way that it is and that I just need to do this. Like I, if it's negotiable, then the task is unclear to me. So Mm. I don't like that. So yeah, I'm definitely negotiating versus knowing I would go knowing for sure. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Like I literally was doing this like yesterday, I was doing some insurance stuff and I just emailed the two providers we're considering and just said like, what's your price? <laughs> like, yeah. and whatever they're going to give me, I'm just going to be like, pick either one. You know, I'm not going to go into a negotiation with these people. Are you crazy? Yeah. And then, oh, here's another interesting one. This is also a little bit of a complicated one managerial versus secretarial. So the description here is when live admin needs doing, do you like making the decisions or do you prefer, and this is in quotation marks, administrativia, which I'm guessing is just like all the little menial tasks. One colleague told me his theory that all people prefer decision-making to task doing, but like, oh yeah, so she's writing here. One colleague told me this, his theory that all people prefer decision-making to task doing. But from what I've seen, and this is her saying it, tastes differ. So some people prefer to kind of check everything off and other people prefer just to make the call. And that's their part of it. Oh, this entirely depends on the kind of admin for sure. Like, yeah, I think if it's, if it's like, oh, stuff is getting done to the house and it's, oh, do you want to, maybe that's more of like a chores, but like, do you prefer to make the decisions or do the thing? I would absolutely prefer to just make the decisions and not have to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. But then there is, it kind of, this is why it like depends on the task because for meal planning, for example, I I like making the decisions and I like making the task list for all of the like (laughs) writing out, not the task list, but like writing out the grocery list and we categorize our grocery based on the sections of the grocery store and stuff like that. Like, I I like doing it. I like doing that. Um, So I, I, I don't know if I have like a strong feeling on it. I think it totally depends on the task. Sometimes I prefer just making the decisions and then being done with it because I don't want to do that thing. But if it's something that I like doing, then I don't mind. What about you? Yeah, I actually think there's just, these are just two different types of tasks. Like what I was saying before, when it was the collaborative versus solo, I think when it's like the decision-making time, like the managerial side, I prefer to do that alone and just look at it and I can call people if I have to and stuff. But when it's what she calls administrativia, or I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, it's a made up word anyway. So um, I, I actually don't mind doing, I think like something like a study hall is not bad for that when it's just like, oh, let me just make sure all my subscriptions went out correctly this month. Like, I don't mm. mind doing that, just sitting on the couch or like doing that with someone around me. Um, so when it's just like, oh, do, 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 I'm just working through a checklist. I don't mind doing that around other people. 
But yeah, for the managerial versus secretarial, it depends. Okay. I feel like we're both on the same page. Yeah. And then she just says, these questions or prompts are just inviting you to locate yourself on whatever side of the spectrum you are. And then you can kind of find like, oh, here's the stuff I like. And then, yeah, if you got a partner, you can like split it like along those lines or whatever, if, if it works out that way. Anyway, I just thought this was so I fun. Love that. Yeah. I realized like that first one of high tech versus low tech, I realized like, mm, should I be using more paper because I enjoy it more? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I make any changes, but it's so useful to have that context. Like, how do I prefer doing this? Yeah. And I've thought about this so much, but something I'm really trying to focus on with my systems now is don't have things twice in your system. Yeah. Like try to only have, like, this is so OmniFocus is an old friend. Um, It's like, (laughs) like, because then we use Asana for work. It's like, don't put work things into OmniFocus unless you put all your work tasks there, but then you can't put all your work tasks there because some of them are collaborative. I feel like this, these are constantly the dimensions I come up against. So it's like, but then I don't want to put personal stuff into Asana because that feels like work. So, but then if I keep it fully separate, it's really hard to get an overview of my workload. So these are just the yeah. problems. And then it's like, then email comes into it and then, and then if I'm writing tasks, this is actually something that like I'm using the daily journal in my notion. And sometimes I write like little like, oh, here's everything I want to do today. And just I write it as like a little quick checklist, but it's so quick. It's not worth putting into like a complicated system. But then yeah. other stuff needs a complicated system. And so then you got checklist in notion, you got a checklist on paper and you got a checklist on Facebook, you got a checklist in the sun and then you got your emails and it's just like, I, I don't have a good answer to anything <laughs> except this book is good. <laughs> this book is good. Yeah. I don't have a good answer to that one either, but yeah, but this book is good. And that session was fun. Yeah. Thanks for the secret life admin session. That's literally all it says in the show notes. So I had no idea what you were going to throw <laughs> at me. Yeah. I think the purpose of it is just to identify what you like doing and, yeah. and then she does acknowledge not everyone has admin pleasures. So some people could just hate all of it, which is probably totally true fair. for a lot of people, actually. <laughs> I I actually had the funny experience. So when I picked up this book, we, um, so my work buffer, they, they like, one of the perks is that they buy books for everyone on the team for free. And then they go into, there's this like Slack channel where you can see all the books that people are buying. And so I bought this book like through work. And it went into the Slack channel and I commented on it and I was essentially like, does anyone else want to read this book with me while I'm reading it? Like I was like, I need all the accountability <laughs> on reading this one because I knew I needed to read it uh, to talk to you about it on the show at some point. And like, yeah, it was just like I could use a lot of accountability. And I had this funny experience of a friend at work picking it up and she's an executive assistant and she picked up the book. And then I checked in like a week later and I was like, how's everyone finding it? And she was like, um, yeah, this book isn't written for me. So if anyone would like my copy, I can like mail it to you. But she oh. essentially was just like, no, this does not apply. Like I abs- I don't think of admin this way. I absolutely love it. So sort of like the other, the other side of just like, oh. like you're saying, like some people find no pleasure in it. I think maybe she was a super doer or is a super doer. And 
is is wow. just like finds a lot of pleasure in all admin and this is her superpower and she's an executive assistant so she has found the right oh, role for herself she's in a great place wow. but yeah she didn't even read the book because she was like the framing in the initial chapters was just not relevant to her so I feel like you could be oh my God. on both sides of this I did not know a person like this existed. She seems like some kind of... She's fantastic. Otherworldly being to me. I know. I know. What a I quality should, to have, you know? I should talk you through sometime. Like, I'll I'll talk with her and maybe I can get like a better overview of some of her systems. We can oh, talk wow. about it. Or like, you would love talking to her because some of the things she says to me, I'm just like, this is incredible. If I had all the time in the world, I would absolutely do this this way. And it's not that she has all the time in the world, but like she's just, she knows what she wants. Her systems are set up so well. Like I'm just so impressed with her. So. Oh, that's so beautiful. We should, we should just replace one of us and have her do the show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just replace both of us. Slave, replace both of us. <laughs> She'll just do the next episode and tell everyone how to live their lives. And the podcast ends there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. I'm <laughs> signing off on that immediately. <laughs> I'll just reach out. It's a small ask. <laughs> yeah, just like close the show. Just close on the show. <laughs> just give us the the life. This seems like, you know, you know, like in the Norse mythology, there was this person who had like the apples of eternal youth. I oh. feel like she has a version of that, you know, just like... <laughs> Endless bliss just because she enjoys doing <laughs> admin in this world that is nothing but admin. <laughs> okay, so I actually think it's super relevant to end this show, <laughs> like this specific episode, <laughs> this episode. Um, on an admin-y type of update because having a new website seems like an admin-y type of thing. And I actually love having the comments come through there it's really easy for us to see them all and it's not across a million different, even though we also obviously love tweets and everything like that, but it's just so nice. And then immediately people are leaving like longer comments and I, I feel yeah. like people are interacting with each other. And so thank you for people who are already commenting on the website. I think this is a huge upgrade for not just us on like a boring, practical admin <laughs> level, <laughs> But as an experience for the listeners, because you can like talk to people there and you can comment directly on the episode with stuff that is relevant for the episode. And we already saw people interacting with some of the other, we featured some listener in the last show notes, people were interacting with that there. So all around loving all the comments. And then, well, this is also like an admin type of thing, which is you mentioned on the last episode that you're doing these weekly reviews and a lot of people in the comments picked up on that. So yeah, is there something you want to add or elaborate and say to the, say to the people? Yeah. I don't remember exactly how I phrased it in the last one, but for context, the weekly reviews is just like, I've set up a system where I am reviewing how last week went and planning for the upcoming week on Wait, every quick Sunday. question. Yeah. Oh, you do it on Sundays? Yeah. But do you do it for your work on Sundays? I, no, I do it for like life, for everything. Oh, you do it for life. Oh, you do it for everything. Yeah, so work and life and personal okay. projects. These are like the three categories I have. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So a lot of people had questions about it or a lot of people were excited about the concept of weekly reviews. So I, by the time this episode is out, there will be a blog post out with like a little bit more about like my exact system for doing 
weekly reviews just so that everyone can reference it. And I think that I'll probably want to like share it with more folks since it's coming up a lot. But yeah, this is something I've been doing since the beginning of the year. Um, it's been working out surprisingly well for me because it's such a fast, like it's such a quick check-in and such a quick planning. It's just like quickly review the week. And I have these questions I go through and I'll list all of them out in the blog post, but like the, like roughly what went well, what didn't go well, what do you want to do differently next week? And then also checking in on my specific goals of like, did you do this? Did you do this? And sort of like a really helpful quick check-in and then planning for the week ahead of like, okay, what are your top priorities for next week? And like just taking a second to look at my calendar and move anything around that might need to get moved around or like cancel or add in appointments. And like if last week I said, well, I didn't really make any time for myself. I didn't do anything for me. Um, maybe this week I will be like, okay, I'm going to book an appointment at the sauna or something so that I have something for myself this week since that oh, was an improvement really from last week. So yeah, it sounds... I mean, hopefully it doesn't sound more complicated than it is. It's not like an in-depth review, but it, it has been so useful. I actually had someone reply to me and say that they had been trying to do monthly reviews, but that it was a little bit too heavy to do a monthly review. Like it's a little bit too much time. And so I think, I actually think weekly, maybe this is why I've been able to keep up with it all year so far is because it's like the perfect amount of time. And like, I even struggle sometimes to remember like, wait, what are all the things that happened this week? Cause it's like, a lot can go go on in a week, but like I'm not gonna. I mean, I kind of do do a daily review in my like daily Notion journal, but it's a little. Yeah. It's not like high level. I feel like doing a high level review of like, okay, how did the whole week go? Has been. It's just been really useful to me. So yeah, lots more in a blog post on that on the site. Wonderful. Um, and speaking of the website, we got already some supporters who so yeah maybe we should actually explain this a little bit more so on the new website there's a support model so you can support the show on like two different tiers and we already got some subscribers from there and or supporters sorry and so that's incredible uh the yeah. support of the show is actually so important to keep this operation running so we really really appreciate it thank you to those who support the show yeah I, it means the world to us like we it, it was surprising to me too maybe in like a good way how quickly we got support after publishing the last episode how quickly people went in and just were like yep I'm gonna support make work work I'm gonna sign up for oh yeah like 5.99 a month and that was incredible so I just want to say also thank you to everyone it just it does mean the world and it's like incredible to have this group of people listening and supporting us so thank you yeah it's um and then we also got some subscribers so it sounds confusing subscribers and supporters essentially you can go on the website and you can subscribe to it which means you get the new episodes in your inbox whenever they're out and that's not like a paid thing that's just like a free thing and you can still interact with the website in whatever way you want you can like see all the content and comment and all that stuff but then if you want to support the show which supports the production of the show um that's on like a paid tier and we got 5.99 and what was the other one like 9.99 or something yes yeah so we appreciate both a lot not everyone obviously can be on a paid tier so we totally understand that but we really appreciate those who are on a support level and also those who are on a subscribe level just thank you to all you all for supporting the show it really does mean a lot 
Yeah. It was cool to see a lot of subscribers coming in too. And yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> I, yeah, I appreciate that. I really appreciate everyone subscribing. And then when you subscribe for free, you can go in and comment on any of our posts. And, and so that's how that works. Yeah. Oh, and also we kind of said this on the last one, but just to iterate, like it is so helpful just to get feedback on the show directly on the website because you have space to write a long comment or a short comment or whatever length comment you feel. And I think the reason we really want to do that is because the emails we get from our listeners are so sweet and so yeah. nice. And we just wanted to have a place where people could write to us, but for it not just to be for us, but to also be visible for some of the other people, because like... Like we opened the show on, like Brianne told us about her great automation. That was a fantastic feedback, but that just came into our email inbox and we really wanted to surface that. So I think the comments on the website are going to be a great place going forward to just talk to people. And if there's something you want to say on the show that isn't like private directly just for me and Haley, that's just a really good way to interact with not just us, but everyone who's listening as well. I also wanted to do a quick shout out to, there's this like really lovely email I got from a university student who listened to Make Work Work for the first time. And she wrote, as a side note, I took the time to listen to your podcast. And as a woman who is looking to start her own podcast, I found your words to be incredibly inspirational. You have certainly gained a new loyal <laughs> listener. It was such a sweet, like just like, you know, two sentences. So sweet. So Thank you. That university student knows who she is. Appreciate you, you know, sending that note. Oh, thank you. Don't we have something that is like, here's how you start your own podcast. Didn't we write that at some point? I think it's on our medium. Yeah. Maybe we should move it over to the website and just send it to her. Yeah. Because yeah. it has like, I mean, it's actually like from a technical standpoint, it's not that complicated. <laughs> no, it's so, not that complicated. <laughs> it's a, we exactly how we set it up. Yeah, so we definitely encourage the student to just go for it. Uh, we'd love to keep in, be kept in loop. That's what we would yes. like. Yes. And mm -hmm. of course, we have to shout out Jan, who we had a chance oh, to check in with recently. He is the mm -hmm. best. And he is the one who is making sure that the audio for this show, even though we are moving and we are relocating and our rooms are <laughs> different sizes and our soundproof padding is in a different location every time that we still sound good. So thank you, Jan, for making this a better listening experience for everyone. Yes. Thank you, Jan. And yeah, we're just so lucky to have Jan. We highly encourage if you have audio needs you check out wearelisteners.com. He can mix and do all sorts of audio magic that is very technical. That is complicated. <laughs> the podcast <laughs> is part is like, that's the complicated part. So thank you, Jan. You're the best. And thank you, Haley, for recording the show with me. Aww, and for having me in Nashville. <laughs> that was the best. I am so glad. Thank you that for coming all the way the here. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> It happens to you, I think, more re more frequently than I realized it happens to you that you like get all cheesy, but I love it. <laughs> I am just, I, I, I am like, listen, in life also, I'm like, I really appreciate that you got me this water and people are like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>